Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And today we're going to work out some of our frustrations in a healthy way. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> our baseball team is in postseason right now and they're sucking ass. It's so disappointing. <laughs> so this week we Just are... jumping right into it. This yeah. week. <laughs> I mean, what else are we going to say? There's nothing to say. They're playing right now, but I have no faith, so. <laughs> this week we watched Halloween Town. Yay! How fitting. It's nice and seasonal. It's October uh, 14th. I did not mark my calendar for the past five days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're it's, excited. Yeah, spooky season. We're in the spirit. Uh, Halloween Town was made in 1998, like the last like five of our movies. 1998 was a year for Disney Channel. It was, and then yeah, it's really weird. But I look at the list; they go from making like a ton, and even like whenever we were watching a lot of DComs, they were coming out with a lot. Per yeah, year. like 2006. Yeah, there were so <laughs> many per year, and then you get to like recent years, and there's like and maybe yeah. three. Yeah. So I mean, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> Less for us to watch. I know, but I'm just saying that, like, when they hit their stride, they were going. <laughs> so, so Halloween Town stars Kimberly J. Brown, the one, the only Marnie. You look at her, and she is Marnie. Mm-hmm. That she's Marnie. She's also in Quince, which she's we will Quince. cover. Yeah. Soon, but you know, it's Marnie. We'll get there. Um, the guy who plays um. Mayor Calabar, his name is Robin Thomas. He is Greg's dad in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I... Is that... Wait, okay. Who's Greg? Is Greg the bar owner? Yeah. Okay, that's what she's I... She's the one... Or yeah. He's the one that Rebecca sleeps with him, and she's like, you're my ex and I slept with your dad. <laughs> well, I know, but I didn't want to spoil that for the listeners. Oh my god, it's, the show's been on for a long time. <laughs> it's four seasons, you can watch it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and then... <clears throat> This movie also stars the one, the only, Debbie fucking Reynolds. She's an icon. So I have an entire page listed about Debbie Reynolds. You all are going to get a little schooling in Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds has 87 acting credits on her IMDb page, most popularly known for Singing in the Rain, obviously, and her Oscar Oscar nomination for The Unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, In the 60s, was it the 70s? I don't know. I think it was the 60s. She created a sitcom. It was called, like, The Debbie Reynolds Show, but it got canceled because she didn't add for cigarettes, which was a direct violation of her contract with NBC. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She got into acting after winning the Miss Burbank beauty pageant. They, like, screen tested the winner or whatever, but she was like, I only entered the pageant for the free scarf, the free blouse, and the free lunch, which honestly, same. (laughs) Uh, she's a Tony nominee for her first role on Broadway in Irene. I don't know what that is. But it was in 1973. She won the Screen Actors Guild Lifetime Achievement Award in 2014. Uh, her trash husband cheated on her with her best friend, Elizabeth Taylor, and then married her for, like, I don't know, a day or something. Elizabeth <laughs> Taylor had, like, 17 husbands. Um, she collected all this memorabilia of, like, Hollywood and film and opened a um, museum collection, which is located by the Kodak Theater in Los Angeles. Contributing to the arts. More than she already has. Obviously. Um, she was the president of an organization for mental health. Mental health treatment. Love that. Uh, she played French horn in high school. Amazing. She was a Girl Scout. Love that So too. was I. <laughs> so was I. And on top of it all, she birthed Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Who then birthed Billy Lord. Yes. Amazing. 
And that's it on Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> well, I have the other um, actors and actresses that Elizabeth neglected, and it's important <laughs> because... Were they so, in Seventh Heaven? Yes, they were. Um, <laughs> so we have Judith Hogue, H-O-A-G. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Sorry, Judith, if you're listening. I know you are. <laughs> Um, she was in Seventh Heaven. I did not have to go searching far at all. She played Mrs. Johnson. When I tried to look it up, I couldn't find her at all. But basically, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson were like a new couple in town, and they went to um, the Reverend and Annie, and they were like, "We need advice on something." But I couldn't remember it at all. But you know who else was in Seventh Heaven? Joey Zimmerman, which is the brother. <laughs> he played. Um, was he one of the Seventh Heavens? He was not. He played a character named Luke, which is ironic because, like, Luke in the movie. But um, he played a character named Luke, and he was one of Simon's friends. And Simon, there was this episode where Simon kept saying, oh, my God, my friend Luke at school said this. And it's, like, this funny thing, but it's, like, kind of, like, not an appropriate joke. And they're like, okay, Simon. And they think that he's talking about himself. But (laughs) Luke actually exists. And then, get this, Luke introduces Simon to Mary-Kate and Ashley. Oh, my God. Wait. Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, guest star in Did they play themselves? No. They played just random twins who, like, liked a bad boy. And so (laughs) they, like, tried to have Simon be, like, the bad boy. I don't know. But Simon was like, I'm not going to change who I am for Mary-Kate and Ashley. No, Simon was kind (laughs) of, like, a dick for a while. But I don't think it was that early. <laughs> and then, oh, he was—he also played Young Hyde in that '70s show. He just looked familiar to me, um, but I guess I don't know. He was also in all four Halloween towns. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, he was born June 10th. That makes him a Gemini, one day before me. And then Philip Van Dyke was born June 13th, also a Gemini. Philip Van Dyke. Oh, he played Luke. Sorry. Oh. Um, he was Hey Arnold. He was Arnold for like a. F- they use, like, a lot of different kids. Well, yeah. He was also young Christopher in Gilmore Girls. Uh, they uh, they only showed flash, flashbacks, like, once or twice. Yeah, but he was... He was there he for was a hot second. Rory's dad. <laughs> there he was. So. So. The movie starts. We open on a uh, dark forest with a lit jack-o'-lantern and some spooky music as the credits play over. The camera, um, as the credits are playing, and the, what I assume is the Halloween Town theme. Yeah. Uh, the camera zooms into the candle that's inside the jack-o'-lantern, and whoosh, it comes out. Ooh. Spooky. What is it? And then we cut to, immediately, a suburban neighborhood. Um, there's just a gaggle of children running around on Halloween, which reminded me of whenever I used to go trick-or-treat in the neighborhood that, like, everyone from my school lived in. Um, I would be invited by my one, like, a couple of my friends, and, like, walking through that neighborhood, like, because, like, everyone who went to that school, like, went there at the same time, so it was just, like, so many children. One of them, there was a bubble bus one time, just, like, in the neighborhood, you could just, like, walk around by yourselves. It was huge. It was, yeah. It was, like, pretty much, like, what this was. Well, yeah. I mean, I only ever went trick-or-treating at, like, very populated areas, because, like, I live on a street where you can't just, like, go <laughs> trick-or-treating, so... I thought that that's how all trick-or-treaters were. I didn't know that people just, like, I don't know, isn't it always big groups of people? I mean, not always. Like, my neighborhood, like, was hopping back in the day, but, like, now there's maybe, like, three kids that come to my parents' door. Oh. Well, there. I didn't know very much. <laughs> but, yeah, so we see these kids trick-or-treating, having a ball, and then we see a little girl staring out the window, and she's sad because she's not trick-or-treating. Uh, she watches some kids who contemplate going into the house, uh, but they're like, no, we're going to keep going. And then she whispers, someone's coming. 
Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so full of hope. But then what we assume her older brother says, come on, Sophie, no one ever comes here on Halloween. Yeah, so then Mom and Marnie come downstairs arguing over whether or not she can go to a party. And the whole world is going to be there. So Marnie has to be there. She's there with her friends. Her friends are just, like, sitting there in the kitchen while her her and her mom are fighting, which I can say is a horrible experience. Oh, first of all, I didn't actually write this down, but Marnie's outfit is... Oh, I wrote it down. iconic. (laughs) I love it so much. So it's, like, a sheer yellow neon. It doesn't have buttons, but it's, like, a, like... It's just like an overshirt. Like, you wear, like, a tank top under it or something. But it's, like, tied. Yeah. The ends are tied. And then the tank top is, like, quilted and, like, patterned. Kind of like a dark green, like, turquoise. And then she's got neon orange pants. And then the scrunchie and bangs. It's just iconic. I love Marty. So, um, yeah, she's arguing with her mom. And she says, I'm 13. I'm practically a grown-up. So that's her reason why Girl, she should be no, allowed to go to this party. And I was, like, eight just, years old when I was 13. Yeah, her mom's just like, no, you can't go to the party. And she's like, Mom, every normal kid gets to go out on Halloween. We never get to do anything. Blah, 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 blah. And her mom's just like, no. My rules are my rules. And then she, like, kicks her friends out. And she's like, Bye. Yeah. Well, first, Marnie's friends, like, try and back her up. They're like, come on. What's her last name? Marty. Oh, come on, Mrs. Piper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want Marnie to go. And they're just, like, as a clown and, like, a witch or something. So fucking generic. Well, yeah, but, like, why would her friends come over? Like, why right. would her mom if, like, let her if, friends <laughs> in if they knew that she couldn't go anywhere on Halloween? Right. This happens every year. Why did she think this year would be different? <laughs> yeah, and, well, Marnie's, like, every single year you won't let us go out on Halloween. And mom's just like... I have my reasons, which is something my mom would say. <laughs> well, and then her friends are like, Marnie's weird. She would love Halloween. Yeah, she's like, she loves, she always draws ghosts in her notebook. <laughs> she's like, she loves witches and skeletons at all times of the year. Well, like, also, I know that, like, if my friends called me weird now, I wouldn't really care. But, like, back when I was 13, if my friends <laughs> called me weird, I'd be a little offended. <laughs> Yeah, so then Mom kicks them out, and she and Marnie continue to fight, and Mom says that there's just some things about Halloween that Marnie doesn't understand. And Marnie says, oh, like there's some big mysterious reason? Face it, Mom, you don't trust your own kids. Yeah, she doesn't trust her 13-year-old daughter. I don't I wouldn't her. either. Yeah, that's why... <laughs> No. Who just keeps yelling at me. Yeah, she keeps sassing her so much. I was like, my mom is putting up with the most. (laughs) My mom would have been, like, like summoning Satan within her. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I probably would have been so scared. Well, yeah, I was never actually grounded because I wasn't a brat like that. But, like, if I was like that, my mom would have grounded me in a split second. Yeah, because Marnie says that she's raising them just to be vegetables. (laughs) Um, so Sophie, again, says, someone's coming. And the bro keeps talking about how Halloween is blah, 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 He's like blah. a kiss-ass to mom. He's so annoying. Well, yeah, he's like, there's all these things that are wrong with Halloween. Like, the sugar is going to give us cavities, and there could be there could be blades. And the Literally candy. no kid things like that. And, all, yeah, all this stuff. He, yeah. And then uh, the little brother, he or Dylan, keeps, uh, like, bashing Halloween. And then Marnie goes, uh, very famously... Halloween is cool, nature boy. It's exciting, strange, and ancient. Plus, mom and dad met on Halloween. And then Dylan says, 
uh-oh, uh, you shouldn't talk about dad because you know how mom gets upset when we talk about dad. So we know dad's not in the picture. We right. learn more about that later. It's a touchy subject. But also, the Halloween is cool was what was in all of the... Yeah. kind of played on, on <laughs> But Disney they skipped out the nature boy part. Yeah, the nature just boy like... is a really good part of the quote. I don't know why they excluded that. But that's what they always used to play whenever they're talking about Halloween Town. So mm-hmm. had to bring that up. Oh, and then, and then... Uh, what is his name even? I haven't written... Oh, Dylan. Dylan's like, what about Arbor Day? Trees are important too, you know? Which, like, is true, but also, it's Halloween. But, like, Dylan, I don't see you flipping shit about Arbor Day. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to this flying school bus in the sky. And an older, fabulous woman in a red cape steps out. Uh, the bus is still floating, so she uses her umbrella to um, gently drop to the ground. Conspiracy theory, is Grandma Aggie Mary Poppins? Could be. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, magical bag, uh, flies with an umbrella, lives kind of in the clouds. I think the problem with that theory is I don't think Mary Pop- Poppins is a witch. Mm, I think it's up for debate. I mean, it is up for debate. <laughs> I just personally don't believe that Mary Poppins is a witch. Mm. Um, okay, so, oh, she, she gets off the bus, and then her bag is, like, up there, and it doesn't want to jump down. It's, like, shaking And she's like, head. oh, come on. And then she's just like, okay, well, I'm leaving without you, so she starts walking away, and then it, like, jumps it, to like, the ground. Reluctantly, and, like, <laughs> like, starts following her. It's really good how they make this, like, inanimate object have so much emotion, <laughs> because you know exactly what she's doing. You know, like, the bag does not want to go. Yeah, you know, like, all of that, and it doesn't even talk. It's amazing. <laughs> As little we go back to the house, and Sophie tries to grab a cookie before dinner, but Mom says no. And Sophie just, like, turns around. She's just like, I want that cookie. I want that cookie. (laughs) (laughs) And then the cookie starts floating towards her. Luckily, Mom turns around, and she grabs the cookie and shoves it in her mouth right as Sophie turns around. And Sophie's like, are you eating a cookie? And Mom tries to deny it, but, like, there's a cookie in her mouth. (laughs) Uh, so then all of a sudden, the older woman from the bus shows up in the kitchen. It's Grandma! Grandma Aggie! Grandma Aggie, and she has a presence in her bag. Of course. Uh, it's evident that she's been gone a while. She has not come to visit the grandkids. Yeah, and the kids ask why she's been gone so long, but she doesn't answer that. She just, like, starts giving them stuff. Right, and then Marnie says, Mom, do you think you guys could, like, not fight for once? So you know that Grandma and Mom have... Kind of a little bit of a strained relationship, like all moms and grandmas do. (laughs) Well, and whenever she says this, Dylan's like, well, grandma always starts it. And I'm like, yeah, fucking Dylan. Why do you have to start things all the time? Like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a little brother, so I don't know what that's like, but like, stop. My brother did that sometimes. (laughs) Like, whenever (laughs) my sister would fight with my mom, uh, Sean would always, like, try and take mom's side. I usually just kept my mouth shut because I was annoyed. <laughs> yeah, keep your mouth shut. That's a good plan. <laughs> um, and then Grandma opens her bag for the children. It's full of candy as well as some decorations, garlic for the vampires to put on the door. I'm sure Elizabeth appreciated that. <laughs> I, I don't want those vampires. <laughs> Actually, the vampires in this movie are really nice. They're, they're okay. <laughs> That's good. I was going to ask you about it. But we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, so Grandma mentions that Marnie's 13th birthday is coming up. Well, it's her 13th Halloween. Her 13th Halloween, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I also say Grandma also has pumpkins and fucking pentagrams. Yeah, she pulls up this, like, pentagram. And she's like, oh, cool. Yeah, Marnie's like, oh my god, a pentagram? This is just, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, have fun getting possessed, Marnie. <laughs> 
And then she get and grandma also gives her some hieroglyphic rocks. Yeah, she's like, oh, just like the ones in ancient Egypt in that book I read. Yeah. And then Marty says, no one around here appreciates my taste for weird stuff. And I have deja vu all the time. And then grandma's like, oh, well, Marty. But then mom cuts grandma off. Right. Uh, as soon as Grandma's also trying to like pull out these generic Halloween costumes too. Yeah, she brought them costumes and she gave Marnie. Oh, Marnie says, "I'm a Wiccan." Yeah, she. <laughs> 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 like, like the religion, or does she just mean like a witch? I think she just means a witch, but we can't say that too early in this movie. I feel like that's probably what it was. And then she gives a sheet to Sophie. Sophie's a ghost. And then she gives this, like, Viking costume to Dylan, <laughs> but he's like, I look like a pimple. <laughs> so. Um, so then it's time to dinner. Uh, time to dinner? Time for dinner. <laughs> and at, um, at dinner, Grandma starts teaching them what a ghost sounds like. Yeah, because Sophie's going around being like, Ooh. And Grandma's like, uh-uh, Sophie, you don't know shit. She was like, ghosts are actually really depressed most of the time, so they sound like they're dying. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, and now it's time for bed, and the kids are like, uh, we want Grandma to read us a bedtime story. Um, and the brother was like, yeah, until he sees Mom's face, and he's like, oh, wait, no, I don't like Grandma, because Mom doesn't like Grandma. Yeah, it's, like, honestly kind of messed up. <laughs> Dylan has a weird, like, complex going on. Well, yeah, yeah. He does. Uh, so then the mom agrees. Um, the kids leave. Uh, they go upstairs, get ready to bed. And Grandma uh, starts talking to Mom, and she suggests uh, moving back home. Mm-hmm. And Mom is no. Mom, mom God damn. <laughs> mom says no because she wants to live normally. Um, and then... Uh, we have the iconic line. Being normal, normal is vastly overrated. overrated. We love that. Um, mom is yelling at grandma still, and then she she just, eventually she, like, calms down. She's like, you know what? You only get to come every so often. I want you to enjoy your visit. Like, go spend time with your grandkids, but don't tell them anything I don't want you to tell them. She says, don't tell them about home. Yes. So it's wherever they're from. Right. Uh, so grandma goes upstairs, and <laughs> directly against Gwen's wishes. She starts telling them about this place called Halloween Town. Well, she pulls out this book. She's telling them. Well, she tells no. She tells them the story first, and then they're like, "Is where where did you get this from?" It's like, "Oh, it's in this book." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a place where creatures live in peace. And then Sophie's like, "Uh, "Witches are mean and scary." And Aggie's like, "Hold on, there, Missy." (laughs) She says. You can't tell what's in a monster's heart just by looking at it. Sometimes the ugliest and slimiest are the nicest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then she pulls out this Halloween Town book, and Marnie loses her fucking shit. Yeah, it's a children's book, and Marnie's she's like, oh my god. Teen, but she's like, oh my god, it's so cool. And then they turn the page, and Marnie is, like, drawn in there, like, as a witch. Yeah, and they're like, oh my god, it's Marnie. And then Dylan looks at it, and he's like, that's way too cute to be Marnie. Which is weird, because <laughs> Dylan. it's Marnie. <laughs> Uh, and then Grandma's just kind of nonchalant, like, kind of, like, playing around, but also, like, kind of, like, questioning. She's like, oh, Marnie, like, you ever cast any spells or, like, wrote on a broom or something? <laughs> <laughs> and Marnie's like, I wish, but there's nothing special about me. <laughs> and then Grandma's like, well, actually. 
actually us Cromwells. But then mom comes in again and cuts yeah. her off. Yeah, and so mom is really pissed this time because Aggie's really done it now. <laughs> and the kids are all upset because mom's like, okay, say bye to grandma. She's leaving. And the kids are like, oh, bye. Grandma's like, uh, I'm going to catch my bus. Yeah, so they go downstairs, mom and grandma, and Marty is holding on to the book and the sad music plays. <laughs> and so mom is yelling again because she told them that she told – Aggie that she didn't want her to tell them about home and she did the exact opposite and told them. Right and eventually they get they get on the topic that mom says that she doesn't want Marnie to be a witch. Uh, Grandma is like Marnie was her like 13th year supposed to mark the completion of her witch's training and if they don't start soon she'll lose her powers but mom's like no like I want my kids to be normal uh, their father was immortal and I want them to live in the mortal world. I want them to live in this world. Yeah. And Oh, sorry, what? Well, I was just going to say, it's, like, really messed up because the mom is making this decision for them. And, like, I understand that she thinks it's in their best interest, but also, like, just having the ability and then teaching them, like, wrong and right, like, that seems like a better plan to me, (laughs) personally. Well, because the whole time, Marnie is overhearing this downstairs. Well, yeah, Marnie's like, oh my god, I am a witch? And then she sees Grandma turn over the leftover fried chicken into a real chicken. She's (laughs) She's like, like, I'm a witch. (laughs) She's like, I know, you always knew it keeps better on the bone, and she snaps and it turns into a chicken. Um, yeah, so Grandma has been trying for years to start Marnie on her witch training, but Mom is always like, no. And then Aggie mentions, I need your help at home because there's something weird. Uh, my neighbors are turning hateful. They're all, we're all, we all, like, get along with each other. Uh, they're disappearing. Uh, someone is trying to bring us back to dark times, which is going to elaborate what that is. These are dark <laughs> times. Thanks for that. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> um, and Aggie's like, I am powerful, but I'm not powerful enough, and I need another family Cromwell. member, another Cromwell. Yes. Um, so then Marnie runs upstairs to tell Dylan. Um, and they're like, and she's like, oh my god, I'm a witch. <laughs> I'm so weird. <laughs> but also, like, Grandma's disappointed because she's like, I need you to come help me. And Mom's just like, no, right. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. And so she's, like, really disappointed, and she feels hopeless because, like, this could be the end of Halloween Town as they know it. Mm-hmm. And Mom just doesn't seem to care, which is also, like, I don't know. It's interesting. She just doesn't like where she grew up. Is that, like... Ooh. We never really learn. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just... It's, like, kind of implied, but, like, I don't know why she, like, wants to cut herself off so completely. Well, I think it's just because, like, I think of Lady Bird all the time, because that's, like, my favorite movie. <laughs> it's, and, like, Sacramento. Well, yeah, it's, like, the whole thing of, like, home. And, like, in the beginning, they always, they just call it home, because, like, once you call it Halloween Town, it becomes, like, a lot more silly and a lot less serious. <laughs> but, like, when you think about it, people, like, cut themselves off from their hometowns and are like, I'm not gonna go back ever. <laughs> so, maybe that's what's going on. Um, so yeah, so Marnie is telling Dylan all the stuff she just heard, and they see Grandma walking with her bag, uh, scooting along behind her. Yeah, it's just, like, floating with her. Um, so Marnie's like, I'm gonna go. I'm 13, I'm gonna go to this, uh, enchanted world and help Grandma. (laughs) So she puts on this, like, weird, like, colorful robe that she just, like, has hanging in her closet. No, I think that's what Grandma gave her. Oh, it is? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And then Dylan's like, oh, well, I'm the man out of the house. I gotta keep you in check, so I gotta come with you. Yeah, the amount of time that Disney Channel original movies have the brother characters be like, I'm the man of the house. Like, we'll get to one. That That's the entire plot line. <laughs> it's, it's weird. 
Uh, so they sneak onto the bus, but they don't um, initially tell Aggie, just in case she tries to send them back home. Mm-hmm. And on the bus, they see Frankenstein, they see a goblin, they see some witches, and they're like, oh, what is the, what is going on? And all of the people are, like, having conversations, and they're like, ah, oh, these mortals don't even get scared anymore. We yeah, they're like, we saw it on Jerry Springer last week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the gu- the bus starts going super fast, and they're like, what is going on? Uh, <laughs> really nice special effects. Oh, yeah, it's very beautiful. They're, like, flying in the sky, and Dylan's like, this isn't real. This isn't real. We're dreaming. Dylan's so annoying. He, he is very annoying. <laughs> uh, but very quickly, they arrive at Halloween Town. And everyone gets off the bus, including Aggie, who runs into her friend, who offers her muffins. She's like, oh, I was just going down to the headless shelter to offer them muffins, but they don't have heads. Ha 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 Yeah, it's her neighbor, Margaret, and, you know, it's just a fun little interaction that we see. Nice to meet her. And so, um, Dylan and Marnie also get off the bus, and Marnie's like, it's the book. This is Halloween Town. And Dylan's like, this isn't real. I still can't believe this. Um, and then they realize that their little sister was somehow also in the bus. Just happened to sneak on without them noticing. Yeah, there was there wasn't a seat behind them, so I don't know what's the explanation there, Disney. Where was she sitting? Under the seat. <laughs> that would be nasty. Exactly. So yeah. uh, so they're walking through town square and they notice this big jack-o'-lantern that's in the center, but it's not really lit up. It's not, like, as colorful. I don't really know what they notice about it, but they notice it's, like, not what it's supposed to be. Well, yeah, and so Sophie points it out, and she said that it looked nicer in the book, and then she says, it's the bad thing, which, like, Sophie already knows about the bad thing. What, what, what is the bad thing, Sophie? But just at this point, the mayor walks up and introduces himself. He is Mayor Calabar, and he's a warlock. Uh, so Marnie introduces themselves as Aggie's grandkids, and he's like, Aggie's grandkids? Is your mom here? <laughs> First thing he says. Uh, so he's like, well, I'm going to call over Benny, and he can take you to your grandma's house. Well, before that, he asks them what their names are, and Sophie keeps saying her name, and he keeps jokingly saying, Soapy? Soapy? Oh, I couldn't even, I heard Sophie the whole time. No. And they all go, Sophie! And I was like, what is he even saying? No, he's saying Soapy. Like, uh-huh, so. That's so funny. But yeah, he also gives her a lollipop, and she's like, ah, uh, no thanks. Good for <laughs> Sophie. Don't take candy from strangers. <laughs> Yeah, so he calls up Benny, and Benny is a skeleton. Benny is honestly the best character in the entire Halloween Town series. Benny drives the taxi cab, and they he all makes jump jokes. in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the cab has an Illumi- Illuminati eye on it, and it is the psychic cab. I just wanted to point that out, because last time there was a, an Illuminati eye, so I feel like from now on I just have to see if there's one in them, because there could be. Well, I mean, I feel like when they involve Halloween, there's not many symbols they can go on so they're going to use the the like mummy eye as much as they can well yeah and this one it makes more sense but like why was it in brink it was in oh i thought you were talking about under wraps no it was in brink oh <laughs> yeah uh so they're um driving over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house and benny uh starts talking to them telling them about halloween town and they're like uh you know i'm glad i picked you up because some people are a little dangerous like luke over there the local punk <laughs> He got a nose job and some wart removal, and all of a sudden, he's hot shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then they get to Grandma's house, and then they're like, oh, we don't have any money. And he's like, ah, it's okay. So they don't have to pay him, which is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They arrive at Grandma's, and the gate's locked, so Marnie tries to unlock it with magic, and she just says some, like, 
fucking dumb shit. Well, she's just, like, saying it's rhymes. Like, open sesame. <laughs> well, it's not exactly that, but she tries to, like, come up with rhymes, and Dylan is criticizing her the entire time, so that's probably one of the reasons why she's not doing very well. But then um, they turn around while they're arguing, and then Sophie unlocks the gate. And they're like, how'd you do that? And she's like, I just pushed and wished that it would open. Yeah, but then she's like, I just wish that the lock would be a frog. And then we look down, and we see a frog. So we can see that Sophie's wish for the lock to be a frog actually came true. What's going on? And so Grandma is inside, and she senses someone is coming. We've heard that before. (laughs) So she sees the kids, and she immediately knows that Mom is going to be pissed. (laughs) She's like, "Uh uh-oh. So Grandma immediately is like, okay, well, we need to take you home. But Marnie is like, no, Grandma, like, we want to help you. You said that you need other Cromwells to come and help you, and that's why we're here. And so Grandma's like, well, actually, you know. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> She's like, well, time in Halloween Town isn't the same as it is on Earth. So as long as you guys get back by midnight, it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and whenever they come in on Grandma, she is cooking something in her, called, in her like, kitchen, witch's brew in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um. And she goes over to the cauldron and sees an evil force. And they're like, how do we stop it? And Grandma's like, well, I have this talisman. It was fucking Merlin's talisman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if it's lit, it'll drive away the evil force. We have to fill it up with this witch's brew that I just made and say a spell. So that's what she does. And it flickers a bit, but it doesn't light up fully. It didn't work. And... (laughs) Aggie's like, I used instant cooking instead of it making it from scratch, so it yeah, didn't work. Yeah, and it, whenever they show her microwave, it, the, the, the buttons are like, boil, toil, trouble. Bubble, bubble, toil, and trouble. Yeah, so it's cute. Um, Marnie offers to help, but since she's in train, Grandma's like, well, I have to do this alone. Um, so she's like, well, I have to make this from scratch, and we need to get the ingredients from town. Also, at this point, we see that Mom has noticed them missing. It's still Halloween night. And immediately, she's like, Mom! <laughs> yeah. Um, so, whenever they go out into town, Grandma warns them that they need to, like, not tell anyone what they're trying to get. Because if they figure it out, that might be bad. Because the wrong person could find out what they're doing. Right. She says that whoever, whatever this evil force is, they want to take them back to the dark times. Which is when humors and creature, humans and creatures lived together but didn't get along. The humans wanted the creatures gone, so the creatures tormented them, which made them evil, which they aren't. They're very nice people, but because of this toxic relationship with humans mm-hmm. uh, is what made them um, separate off into their own world. Well, and for the most part, from what we hear about Halloween Town, like, this was kind of mutual. Like, they didn't want to become evil people, right. so they separated so themselves. Like, we're, gonna, we're just going to live in peace. Yeah, and so that's how Halloween Town happened. And so, as they're walking, they pass her friend. Oh, her friend's name's Harriet. I think I said Margaret. Her name's Harriet. They pass her, and she's, like, ugly now and scary, and she, like, hisses at she's them. She's like, Ugh. She, like, runs into them and, like, hisses at them. And so, and Grandma. And like, oh, yeah, oh, no. Yeah, Grandma's like, that is not good. And so, she sees Calabar, and she goes up to him, and she starts talking to him, and she's like, hey, you know how I've been talking to you about how, like, all my neighbors keep turning evil, and they're disappearing. It's happened again. Like, we need to do something about this. And Calabar's basically, like... Whatever, I'll handle it. Well, Calabar's just like, oh, I really, he's I understand not taking your concern. Seriously. Uh, yeah, just leave this to me. He's like, promise. Basically, me. every politician ever. Well, yeah, but he's also like, promise me, you won't do anything with the children here. It's just too dangerous. And Aggie is like, I'm not making you any promises. She doesn't say anything. She just literally She's like, kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. So she walks away. 
As she walks outside, she sees Marnie is looking at some brooms. And um, I, I don't think they ever say what the storekeeper's name is, but he's also very iconic. He's just, I don't know what he is. He's like a person, but he has like a skeleton. He's just like a weird creature. Like, yeah. car salesman-esque. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And so Marnie's, like, looking at the brooms, and she's like, can I get one, Grandma? Even though she doesn't know how to ride one. <laughs> right. <laughs> and at the same time, Luke walks up, and he's just like, hey, I'm cool around town. You want to go get some ice cream? And then Marnie goes, you know, I was hungry, but then I smelled something stinky. Must have been the big cheese. Well, yeah, because Luke came up and he's like, I'm the big cheese here in town. <laughs> he literally called himself that. And Marty blows him off, which, good for her. I yes, and then as Luke's leaving, he says, if you people were smart, uh, if, yeah. Hold on, how did I write this? If you people were smart, you'd smart. I did not write that. If you people were smart, they'd be nice. Oh, if people were smart, they'd be nice to him. He threatens them. Basically. I'm friends with very powerful creatures. But then he falls over the brooms and it's funny. Ha ha ha. So Aggie buys her this broom and they start flying it out. Which, again, Dylan and Sophie are just like yeah, standing. They're just like on the ground. They're just standing there while Marty and Grandma are just flying through the air. Fun. Uh, but as they land back down, uh, Mom arrives. Yes. <laughs> she got there pretty fast. Yeah. And so Mom immediately blames Grandma, but, like, the kids came on their own, and they explained that. They're like, no, Grandma had nothing to do with this. She didn't know that we came. Right. And then Mar- Marnie, Mom, and Aggie, uh, all three of them fight over whether Marnie should have powers or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Mom's like, nope, we're, we're going to go home. Yeah, and she grounds Marnie, and then she tells them that they're leaving. And so... And then, Mom is, like, all surprised whenever Marnie's mad at her, which, like, she's been mad at you this whole movie so far. Why are you surprised about this? Uh, So then Mom goes to try bus tickets back to the mortal world, but the bus is not running. And then Stillen suggests they ask the mayor for help. So then they go into the mayor's office, and Mom and Calabar see each other after what seems like a very long time. They're like, Gwen? I don't, does Calabar have another name besides Calabar? (laughs) Uh, He has a first name, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, so then I think he, like... I call him Cal. I don't know. He, like, gives her a rose, and then he, like, kind of asks her out, but she's like, I'm leaving, like, the first time I can go. Well, yeah, he, he, he takes this dead rose, and he, like, brings it back to life, and then she said, you always did let your magic do the talking, and then he said, you used to like it, or have you forgotten? And so it's this, like, weird it's moment weird. where their kids are just there, and it's, like, weird. Yeah, and Calabar is like, oh, we should, like... Catch up, and she's just like, no. We can go to the movie theater that's closed. <laughs> yeah, no. And then uh, the, his secretary comes in, and she is... She's for dressed some like reason, a pincushion. Yeah, for some reason, she's dressed like a pincushion, and she brings him a note, and he's like, oh, there's an emergency. Just stay right here. I'll be back soon. Uh, he's like, I'm going to take care of this before I can help you get back home. Yeah, and so after he leaves... The kids are, like, mad at mom because they're like, why are you flirting with this guy? Which she really wasn't, like, reciprocating, but you can tell that, like, they're not over their dad being gone. So Mm -hmm. that's how they're taking that out. Uh, So then outside we see Luke coming up and taunting Aggie for no reason. Yeah. Uh, So we um, find out that Luke is, like, whatever this evil force is. The evil force is, like, messenger or something, Mm -hmm. and he knows about the talisman and the witch's brew, and Aggie's like, take me to him. I'm gonna confront this motherfucker head on. Yeah. Uh, So then we cut back, and Marnie and Mom are fighting again. Uh, Yeah, Mom wants to live in Dad's mortal world, Um, and then Sophie sees Grandma walking with Luke, and Marnie's like, I must go help. Grandma's in trouble. 
Well, she says, look, Grandma's with that wiener dude. Yeah, because so. they, like, called him a wiener earlier. <laughs> yeah, so they have to go help Grandma. And so, like, the, everyone else just follows Marnie. <laughs> well, yeah, and so Luke and Grandma are going through the back door of this old, like, abandoned theater, and they see a bunch of people sitting in the seats, but there's, like, cobwebs all over them, so they've been sitting there for a while. And then the evil face that we saw earlier in Grandma's home is, like, on the screen. And well, it, like... Yeah, so, like, the evil face, like, comes, like, through the screen, but it's, like, in the theater, and we realize that all the people who are sitting in the seats are statues of uh, Aggie's neighbors, who she said was disappearing, like, turning, like, evil and then disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out they're all, like, frozen in this movie theater. Right. Oh, also to describe the green face, it used to terrify me as a child. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just this green face that has, like, an ugly nose and, like, black hair and just, like, I don't know. It's It looks kind of like a reptile of some sort, but it was scary when I was younger, so. <laughs> uh, so we find out that the townspeople are frozen until this thing needs them to do his will. Uh, he starts throwing blasts, like <laughs> magic blasts at Aggie, but she ducks. And then Luke is like, um, hey, we did not talk about this. I did not want you, like, hitting her. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, whoever this evil person is lied to Luke and he said that they would be safe and as long as she gave up the talisman, but she's not doing that. And so mom comes in with a spell, but she's a little rusty and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. She was going to stop Luke from leaving, but instead of stopping him, she just like made flowers grow. Um, So then like while this thing is blasting Aggie, mom pushes Aggie out of the way and gets frozen herself, but it doesn't matter because Aggie gets frozen too. Right, and so the kids, like, are in the back of the theater. She yells at them to stay put, and they, like, open the back of the theater, and the light starts burning him. And so Grandma gets hit, and then she tells them that they need to go, that they're not dead, they're just frozen, and then I wrote, Disney's frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, so... these kids just have this, like, traumatic experience of watching their, like, their mom and their grandma, like, not die, but they're like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Yeah, they're like, we can't stay here because we are, um, going to get frozen too, and so we just have to leave. Yeah. And like you said, whenever they open the door, the light is the thing, like, um, like, stopped him a little bit. Yeah, well, he's like, ah, the light! And so they know that, like, the light isn't good for him. Um, and Sophie's upset because obviously, and Marnie's like, it's okay. I'm going to save us. I'm 13 years old. So they're like, well, what are we going to do? We're going to get the ingredients for the witch's brew because that's the only thing that we know how to do. Right. And at first Dylan's like, I don't know. But then Marnie says, come on, Dylan, we're Cromwells. Together we can conquer anything. And Sophie and Marnie put their hands in and then Dylan just goes, I don't know. And then puts his hand in and they're like, go! Which, like, honestly saying. So their first stop on this ingredient list is a salon. And we see that a werewolf is doing someone's hair. Not very well, might I add. I mean, it was It's Halloween town. You know, it's fine. So he's, like, doing her hair and Marty comes in and she's like, oh, I was wondering if I could get a job. And she's, like, doing this whole thing to distract him while Dylan is over Dylan, like, takes a razor and then shaves off this. He takes a buzzer, not just, like, scissors or something, but he takes, like, a buzzer and just, like, buzzes. He shaves, like, an entire bald spot off this like werewolf's head. I feel bad for him too because the werewolf had You could have just like got some scissors, Dylan. Exactly. Yeah, and so Marnie picks up a hair dryer that's like on fire and he's like, put it down, put it down. And then they get the hair and they all just somehow like run out and it's fine. <laughs> so the next stop is the gym. They need sweat of a ghost. 
And so they follow this ghost into, like, a literal sweat box. Yeah. It's It's not a sauna. It's a fucking box. No, it's like a refrigerator where, like, your head just goes out of the top and then you, like, sit in it, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um... So in order to distract him, Dylan starts telling him facts. And the ghost is just like, oh, cool. He's like, did you know there's no proper name for the back of the kneecap? And Marnie is standing there, like, cranking up the heat like he doesn't fucking notice. They're two inches apart from each other. And the ghost is just like, oh, cool. Sorry, that's my dresser. Yeah, um, and the ghost is starting to get, like, really hot. He's like, ooh, ooh, it's warm in here, but he's still not sweating. And so Dylan's, like, run out of facts, and he's like, just leave me alone. And so then Sophie starts, like, pretending to be a ghost again. Yeah, she, like, puts on a sheet and starts pretending to be a ghost. And he's like, hey, that's offensive. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, don't do that. And then, Uh, yeah, he keeps, like, yelling for an assistant to come because it's getting really hot. But finally, they get some sweat from him, and then they just, like, leave. Yeah, they, like... Put, like, a test tube under his nose and, like, get, like, a drop of sweat. Hopefully that's enough. (laughs) So the next stop, they go to the dentist office. There's a dentist removing a vampire thing. I was not scared of this vampire. She seemed very nice. That's good. I'm (laughs) proud of you. Uh, So the dentist takes out the thing, and Marnie, who just happens to be dressed as his dental assistant, which is illegal, takes it. (laughs) Uh, Have you ever seen a movie or TV show? People do it all the time. It's illegal to impersonate a doctor. Well, I know she's not impersonating a doctor. She's impersonating a dental (laughs) hygienist, for one thing, but also, it's a movie. Anyway, (laughs) she just takes the um, fang from the dentist. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then Benny drives by out to the dentist's office and offers a ride, but Sophie's like, whoa, uh, don't get in the car. He's got the bad thing in him. And so when they refuse, Benny gets angry and fucking grabs Dylan by his head from yeah. inside the cab. Yeah, he, like, grabs onto him. And so Sophie goes and she sees the dog. She lets the dog go. And the go the dog goes and grabs one of his bones. Yeah, he's like, oh, look, there's bones. I'm going to go eat them. <laughs> yeah, so that's how they get out of that situation. I think this is, like, every Disney decom that we've watched has had a dog that's attacked people in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. Uh, so then they're back at uh, Grandma's house, and Marnie is trying to remember the talisman spell that Aggie said the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, they're trying to remember that, and all of a sudden, Sophie starts saying it. And they're like, how do you remember it? She's like, I made up a song to it because I thought it sounded pretty. Which yeah. is not. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. So, see, if I were Marnie, I'd be a little pissed that my little sister, who's like, I don't know, seven years old, is better at magic than I am. Yeah. Why is she so <laughs> Especially since Marnie's like... I'm the witch. I'm so weird. Oh, also, I forgot to mention an important thing that happened. Whenever they were flying on the broom, Grandma and uh, Marnie, she was like, how do you do magic? You make it look so easy. And Grandma tells her that the biggest thing about magic is seeing something that you want and going and getting it, making it happen. So that's the key to magic, apparently. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) anyway, whenever Sophie remembers the spell, they say it together and they... At first, it doesn't work, but then Marnie's like, we have to want it. That's what Grandma said. Exactly. So then they say it again, but this time they want it, and it works, and it lights up. Right. So Uh, now they go out to the theater, and the door is open. They Um, try to get um, Aggie and Mom awake, but it doesn't initially work. But then Marnie... yeah, they just, like, wave it in front of their faces, and they're like, it's not working! (laughs) But then Marnie remembers... um, Something about how uh, mortals see, mortals do. They, like, steal the creature's tradition. Right. So she's like, where do you put, where do mortals put a light around Halloween? Inside a jack-o'-lantern. Exactly. So that's where they have to go. They have to go to the town square to put this talisman inside the jack-o'-lantern. So they're walking out to town square when all of a sudden Luke pulls Marnie aside and says, it's a trap! 
But Marnie doesn't believe him. She's like, you're just stopping me from saving the town. Uh, yeah. But then all of a sudden, this dark cloud forms over City Hall, and the ghoul shows up again. And he's saying that he wants to live in the mortal world and take revenge on the humans for exile. Yeah, he wants to go back to the days of glory and, yeah, take over the world like he was saying. Right. And then all of a sudden, the ghoul reveals himself to be Mayor Calabar. <gasps> which, like, whenever... Okay, I'm gonna admit, I first watched this movie whenever I was, like, a teenager. So I had already, like, seen, like... Like, Halloween Town 2 had been, like, released, and I had seen, like, one or two of them, I think. Mm -hmm. So I already knew, like, I knew the second one was called Calabar's Revenge. Yeah. So whenever, like, whenever they first introduced Calabar, I was like, that's the bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's Calabar's Revenge. Yeah. I mean, I was too young when I first watched it to really remember my reaction of it being Calabar, but it's still scary. (laughs) It's a lot scarier afterwards. Um, okay, so... So he reveals the three Calabar, and he says that they, uh, the talisman have to stop Marnie and get the talisman. Um, and so Calabar sees, uh, Marnie and Aggie's cloak walking through the crowd, and he's like, ha, there she is, you stupid girl! And then he goes, um, into the crowd and starts, like, blasting her, like he did before. Yeah, and uh, so then we see the body, like, fall to the ground, but then it turns over, and it's not Marnie, it's Luke! It was Luke like, in Aggie's cloak. Marnie is actually on top of the pumpkin, oh. trying to put the talisman in the jack-o'-lantern. Yeah, but uh, then, um, as he sees that, he, like, hits her with a spell, and she, like, falls asleep, like, spelly at armis. the top. Not really. He hits her with a spell, and she's, like, falling asleep at the top of the pumpkin, but her hand is inside the jack-o'-lantern, holding the talisman. And so he starts giving a monologue, as evil characters do, instead of being like, Ha-ha! You tried to stop me, but I foiled your plan, because evil will always triumph. And while he's doing this, Marty's eyes, like, open up a little bit. And she remembers, like, all the fights that her and her mom had. She remembers saying that she's not special, yeah, she remembers all these things, and she get, gets up enough power to drop the All she had to fucking do was drop it. She didn't have to place it. She just had to drop it. Well, she, didn't, she probably didn't want to break it. It was Merlin's. <laughs> so she drops it. And all of a sudden, the light blasts through the pumpkin and into the town. Everyone unfreezes. Everyone's happy again. Mom and Aggie run out and reunite with the kids. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, yo, is Calabar. <laughs> yeah, and someone, like, somebody go get Calabar, y'all. Like, do something. <laughs> yeah, like, this is not the time for a reunion. Exactly. Um, and then Calabar <laughs> uh, is revealed that he's angry that the mom dumped him for a human. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why he hates humans. That's literally the reason why he wants to take over the human realm, because of a girl. Imagine having that much power. Gwyn Cromwell is that bitch. <laughs> Um, so Aggie Yeah, he's like, you could have been my queen, and she's like, ah, I made the right choice. Yeah. So Aggie and Gwen are going up against him. He somehow, like, grabs the talisman. Yeah, he literally, okay, like, Thor's hammer, he sums the talisman from the pumpkin. Like, why didn't you just do that to begin with? Yeah, I have no idea why that works, but for some reason it does. So Aggie and Gwen are, like, going up against him, and they're, like, doing a spell, but he's all on his fuckboy shit, and he's like, you think you two witches could get this from me? It's like... Not yet enough, just the two of them. And then Dylan's like, oh, I hate that guy so much. And all of a sudden, we see sparks at his fingers. This whole time, we thought it was only the women in the family 
who had powers because it was the um, maternal side where the powers came from. And Dylan had not shown any sort of sign of powers thus far. Right. But Dylan is showing powers. And Marnie's like, we all got to do it together. So they all Marnie, hold. Marnie says, hey, chocolate bar, you better give it back. <laughs> yeah. And they all hold hands. And Marnie goes, hit it, guys. <laughs> As if, like, I don't know, starting to want from inside. Yeah. So they're, like, doing it. But Marnie can tell that Dylan is, like, not into it still. And she's like, Dylan, we need you. We can't do this alone. You gotta believe. Yes. And so after that. Good triumphs over evil. And Calabar just, like, bursts into light from, like, the center of his being. Yeah, it kind of looked like he got, like, trapped inside the talisman or something. Yeah, you don't I don't really know what they were trying to do. Yeah, either way, they get the talisman back. They put it back in the jack-o'-lantern, and everyone is all happy. Marnie apologizes for disobeying Mom, and Mom apologizes for not trusting them. Which like, Marnie owes a bigger apology. It's true, and also, like, they're children. You don't have to trust right. them. Right. Like, in a scary world, unknown place. <laughs> Where <laughs> there's literal fucking mythical creatures <laughs> that follow you. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so then Marnie goes over to Luke, who is back to his true form, an ugly-ass goblin. <laughs> well, he just has, like, a big nose. And, like, yeah, and, like a wrinkly face. That's, like, literally it. And so, it's definitely not the ugliest person in Halloween Town. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's just, like, insecure now, and he's, Yeah, like, and he's, like, I supported Calabar, not really because I believed him, but because I wanted to be pretty. Yeah, that's literally what he says. <laughs> and he was, like... I just, I just thought that, like, you'd want to go on a date with me if I was cute or something. And Marnie's like, that's all it was about. And he was like, yeah. And then she kisses him. <laughs> Marnie. Just, just, like, a weird thing that happens. Does then, he even show up in the rest of them? I don't think so. Does he? Yeah, he does. Oh. oh God, you rookie. Okay, so uh, she kisses him. And then he's like, oh, okay, look me up if you're ever back in Halloween Town, Marnie. <laughs> So that happens. Um. <laughs> so then the Cromwells walk through a crowd of applause. Well, and then they go up to Luke and they're like, we have a job for you. Oh, yeah. And so uh, whenever they're like going, mom is talking to grandma and she's like, hey, we want you to come home with us and like live in the mortar realm. Well, they're walking through the crowd of applause first. Yes. I wanted that to mention that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the Cromwells done it again. <laughs> and then mom invites, invites grandma to live with them. Um, and then they all get onto the bus and who's driving the bus? It's Luke. Uh, everyone is nice again. They call, uh, they call Marnie's broom or like they get Marnie's broom to come with them. Oh, and then mom is like, you know what? I'm going to do Marnie's training. All of a sudden this whole thing, she's like, you know what? I'm going to start Marnie's training. Well, it brought them together as a family. So maybe she decided it was a good idea. Well, they all aboard the bus, and they wave goodbye to Halloween Town as the bus flies off into the sky. And that's the it. And that's, that's the end. That's the it. That's the it! <laughs> that's it, y'all. <laughs> so, that was the end. Very fun. Good times. Um, yeah, like I said before, I didn't watch Halloween Town until I was a teenager. I saw the fourth one with Sarah Paxton in, like, 2006, and then I watched Halloween Town High... Around that time, too. But no, I was not a Halloween Town fan. <laughs> I love Disney Channel, so I really liked Halloween Town. Halloween Town was, like, so fun to me because, like, to me it was scary. So it was like, I like a scary movie. That's and how Halloween I felt Town. about the Nancy Drew movie with Emma Roberts. <laughs> Listen, I'm scared of everything, and I'm not scared of that movie. <laughs> I wasn't, like, scared. I was like, ooh, it was intense. Ooh. The man with, like, the blue eye and the brown eye. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, wait, let me try and find my favorite quote. We already said my favorite quote. Which one was it? 
Uh, being normal is vastly overrated. Uh, mine is Marty's. Whenever she said, I was kind of hungry, but then I smelled something stinky. It must have been the big cheese because I like when I really turn down cocky people. It's just <laughs> nice. Take them down a peg. The word, I feel like the word stinky really ruins it though. <laughs> what else is she supposed to say? I don't know. Smelly. <laughs> that doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> I don't know. I have a vendetta against the word smelly because my name is Kelly. Go so. Kelly. The other team is smelly. No, more like my brother is calling me Kelly Smelly <laughs> or Kelly Belly or Kelly's belly is full of smelly jelly, which I, I, I hated the worst. <laughs> I hope I don't get copyrighted for that. I don't think you will. <laughs> the copyright police are We're... out looking for this playlist. They're going to take away the money that we don't earn from it. <laughs> Okay, anyway, how would you rate and rank this? Um, I would probably rank this a 3.5, and I would do it after President's Daughter and before Brink. I put this at number one. I rated this a 4 out of 5, so mine is Halloween Town, Brink, and My Date with the President's Daughter. Cool. Yeah, so that's that. I believe that the next movie is Xenon, but don't hold me to that because I didn't write it down like I normally do. Yeah. So, <laughs> see you next week for Xenon. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I can't talk. Sorry. <laughs>